ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Best of Five, where wars are happening, the crypto, the giant crypto crash of 2022 is going down, and I'm like 60% down on my crypto holdings. Oh man, I'm Thing sorry. Steve so is surviving. Steve is surviving a storm. Formula One in Miami was weird. But we're going to talk about fighting games in spite of all the bad stuff. It's been a week, man. It's really been a week. Um, sorry for missing last week. I mean, I, we both did, so, you know. Well, I mean, like, I'll take the blame on this because I was, I got sick. It wasn't COVID, thankfully. How dare you get sick, Steve? Well, I'm, you know, it's, it is what it is. I tried to not be sick. But then that failed. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes. <laughs> oh, man. So we're going to talk about all the stuff you see on the screen here, right? Like we made this. So I don't think I need to tell you what we're going to talk about. But I'm going to tell you anyway, because that's how public speaking works. So we're going to have ourselves a week, a weeking, the, the weekly recap, which is now like a couple weeks late. But that's okay. Uh, we're going to talk about... <laughs> My favorite topic, the Street Fighter V tournament license. <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, Fei Long. So long. <laughs> or is it? Or is it? Very true. Uh, we finally have the actual finals combo breaker numbers as opposed to the final early reg numbers or the final regular reg numbers. And then we're going to talk about multiverses. And Space Dive says, congratulations, Steve. Peace sign. Thank you. Thank you. I'm still excited. I've been excited for a while. And yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I'm, st I'm stopping. I'm stopping. Because I will derail this show. I'll derail it for other reasons later. But I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay focused for you, for the community. I want you to remember how excited you are now after you're like three or four months in. Oh, no, I know. I know I'm in for hell. I know Ace Queen is in for hell. And I am going to have this thrown in my face multiple times. I understand clip that. Ch I am chat, clip it. I am enjoying this moment now. We, are, we both are. Good. I'm happy. Everyone's happy. We'll be sad this later, is, but that's okay. I'm just glad I get to be on the show because uh did not have power until about 1 o'clock yeah. today. So, yeah, that's pretty crazy because I saw, first of all, speaking of power, if you didn't know and you're watching on Twitch, if you have Amazon Prime, you have the power to subscribe to us for free using Twitch Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, you automatically get Twitch Prime. You just click the sub button and then you click subscribe for free. So go ahead and do that. You might as well do it here because if you didn't know about it, you're going to forget about it, right? So you don't want to let that money go to waste. Speaking of subscribing, Blue. For the 43 months. And there's Zemlock's. Zemlock using the Prime. That's a smart man. And or woman. Well, and or everything else in between. Also, shout outs to uh, Tap2GG. Gifting mm -hmm. a sub. To, to be more crazy. So, if you don't know, Blue, I always mention this. He's one of the people behind the Anime FGC News Twitter accounts so definitely give them a follow uh to be more crazy is involved with uh tmnt cross justice oh, League. that's who that is okay sick so um yeah they're 
they're the community manager and they have a couple other uh hats that they put on that i am forgetting at this very moment please clarify in the chat for me crazy um but yeah definitely doing work man and we we appreciate all the support we get um we really really do man my cheat is getting crazy i can't wait for combo breaker to get like absolutely destroyed right because like i haven't played this game online at all i've just been like kind of labbing and like i can't wait to have that like demoralizing moment <laughs> where i realize how good everybody else actually is <laughs> just just that moment of hope <laughs> round one fight and then the hope dies oh man i i can't wait i can't wait i live for moments like that anyway speaking of moments over the last couple of weeks that we haven't been here there were a lot of tournaments that happened and that means that steve we're going to have to recap some of those tournaments that happened. Are you ready? We sh I am as ready as I'll ever be. Okay, here we go. I'm going to hit the button. Hopefully everything works this time. Everybody hold Fingers your breath. Crossed. Hold your Fingers breath. Crossed. Hold your breath. <gasps> yes, it works. Uh, we had the first couple uh, CPT online premieres of the new year over these past couple weeks. We start with North America West, and it was won by XSK. If you don't know the name, uh, also goes by Samurai, also goes by XSK Samurai. He is your winner of the tournament, and he is qualified for Capcom Cup 9, uh, taking it from the loser's bracket over Filipino Man. Nephew and JB rounding out the top four. Um, we also had a stop uh, for UK and Ireland to try their luck. And it was the Four Phils who gets the win for the second year in a row. He won the opening online event uh, for UK and Ireland last year. Does so again this year. Beats the same person he beat in that event as well in the grand final. Problem X. Problem X got second place in both of last year's uh, online events for the UK get second place again. Uh, thankfully, thankfully, he will have another shot to qualify through uh, the other events once they are announced. But you see Broski and Infectious rounding out the top four there. And thankfully, Capcom also had Jammers on for commentary. So big ups to them for realizing the error of their ways. Let's talk about that right after the recap. Bonus comic. Uh, we also had the final stages of the B-League of the Topanga Championship. If you'll remember, there were two groups of nine. Uh, the top two players from each group qualified directly. And then the third and fourth players in each group uh, met in a four-player uh, four round robin with the top two heading uh, to the A-League and it's Shuto and Bonchan each of which uh, went 2-1 and one. they are headed to the A-League over Zabeth and Dogara so we have the full list of A-League players uh, on the red side you've got it, it's killers all the way around Daigo Fudo Kawano Mago Mizua 
Fugera, Sako, Shuto, and Yoshikini. And on the blue side, you've got Banchan, Gachikun, Higuchi, uh, Idazan, John Takeuchi, Machabo, Momochi, Nishikin, and Tokido. Uh, action in that will start later this month. And the top three from each group will meet in, uh, will advance to the finals. We do have a couple of events to look forward to this weekend as well. We've got another stop on the CPT online train. This one going to France, Spain, and Portugal. That will be on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, on the other side of the planet, we've got Battle Arena Melbourne 12. It is a gold event for the Smash World Tour, but they've also got plenty of traditional FGC action as well street fighter guilty gear and the like uh you can check it out on those four channels uh listed below and that is our weekend recap smooth smooth recap butter smooth recap butter yeah but i did want to bring up yeah they had jammers on for commentary after we heard that there were going to be no UK or Ireland commentators for Capcom Cup Online. So, I'm glad he got in there. I'm glad he they were able to pr- provide someone who was local. But he was he was in the studio, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. So they brought him over. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they were very specific about saying no. It's no UK based. Or if somehow they just told, uh, they just told Logan Sama that they weren't going to use him, and he extrapolated that out. The other weird part about it for me was that they they hyped him up as a mystery commentator. Mm-hmm. So I, I I would think like you want to get some good press, get that name out early. Yep. I also I, think. I, it's it feels so counterintuitive to fly someone from the UK to the US to commentate a UK tournament. <laughs> but hey, that's the world we live in, right? It's like I said, it's there's a benefit to having everything in that studio. And if that's the way they want to go, that's the way they're going to go. It just seems I I I feel like they don't lose if they were to have Local commentators going through, uh, through like video chat like we have now. I don't think they lose that much mm-hmm. uh, compared to having them commentate in the studio over an online tournament. If we're talking about an offline event, absolutely, you you want to have that energy in the studio matching what they have uh, at, in the event, but. I don't know. I, I feel like it just a couple of weird decisions. I understand why they're going that way. It's just not necessarily the way I would go. And speaking of weird decisions, Steve, let's get into our first topic. If you all recall a little while ago, it feels like it's been years at this point, but it was probably like a month or two. Capcom- it, was a, it was a couple months. A yeah. couple months, back in March. Yeah, Capcom put out the no-cost... Licensing contracts, or the no-cost licenses to run a Street Fighter V tournament, and that included 
a lot of extremely stifling and not grassroots friendly decisions including prize pool uh including prize pool uh what's it called caps uh sponsorship caps uh ownership of every piece of content they get for it etc etc and people were all up in arms steve it looked like the french revolution on twitter everybody carrying pitchforks and uh you know they were getting the guillotines out and putting them in town square to be fair that happens a lot yes only on twitter though as soon as it gets to real life, everybody is like just muttering <laughs> under their breath. All other social media is fine. Yeah. All of, Facebook doesn't doesn't happen. No, at Facebook it happens, but it's like hidden, right? Like it's hidden. And as far as real life, everybody just mutters it under their breath. Uh, Reddit, I don't go on Reddit, so I'm I'm out of the loop for that one. You don't? Nope. Uh, oh my god, you're missing so much. <laughs> You're missing so much. Uh, I've I've only heard I've only heard like the bad things about Reddit. That's why I'm not on there. (laughs) There's like hobbies, porn, interesting discussion, porn, advice, porn. um, I'm missing something. uh, Adult material. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, sounds like I'm doing a good job staying off of it then. However, Steve. Oh, man. It looks like the revolution worked, right? Like, they, they, they got the horses to draw, uh, like, to quarter. What's it called? Like, drawing and quartering uh, Matt, the street writer, and everybody else in the Capcom legal team for writing those things. And finally, Capcom comes out and says, hey. Whoops. <laughs> Pretty much. My bad. This one's on me. <laughs> um, they did come out with a statement uh, that was not quite that brief. Uh, let's go into it. They said, quote, recently, we published the new Street Fighter V community license agreement for both the Americas and EMEA. We acknowledge that we could have handled the situation better. That's the one. <laughs> We want to thank our passionate fans for the feedback we received after the first version went live. We hear you. Honoring the grassroots tradition of the Street Fighter V community is incredibly important to us. To this end, we have updated the Street Fighter V community license agreement to reflect new prize pool limits, sponsorship limits, photo slash video content ownership, and more taking into account feedback we received from the community while maintaining our original goal to provide a no-cost license. To the community of FGCTOs, you are a highly valued part of the Street Fighter ecosystem. You allow less experienced players to both hone their craft and to enjoy fighting games on a multitude of levels. Thank you for being patient with us. End quote. Although they, they, you know... They involve they you know tos also have they also let more experienced players hone their craft. True. Yeah. That that that's just a very minor 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 thing. Yeah. Uh, but if we uh, they did release a completely updated uh, or at least partially updated license agreement, and they did highlight some of the key changes. Uh, 
as bef uh, in the original version, events could have a prize pool of no more than two thousand for a single event or ten thousand dollars annually. Uh, those limits are up to ten thousand dollars for a single event, and now no annual uh, limit. So, if you run twenty events uh, and they're each under ten thousand dollars, you're fine. Uh, they had they up sponsorship cap slightly uh, from five thousand for a single event and twenty five thousand for a year to six thousand and thirty thousand respectively, mm. which is odd. Um, some of the bigger ones that got uh, a lot of attention was the light the uh, audio video license grant back, which was if you recorded a video or uh, stream something, Capcom would automatically have the right to uh, use that in their own promotional material. That clause is now gone. Uh, they have also eliminated the clause that prevented organizers from charging spectator fees, uh, which means that now, yeah, they can actually charge like five bucks ahead to help offset the cost of running these events. Uh, they also allow the original rules barred events from being run at bars or or similar establishments. They are no longer barred, but there are some caveats that you have to follow, including um, that the alcoholic brand cannot sponsor the event and cannot serve alcohol as part of the event. Hmm. So. Yeah, I think the biggest issue I had with it, aside from the prize pool caps, granted, I think this is for like the like the free license, right? And everything yes. above that, like, and they have licenses that are above this that they probably work Correct. out with. So, like your events. combo breakers, your evos, yeah. your CEOs would be uh, on a separate type of agreement that includes a lot more, uh, a lot more details mm -hmm. than something like this. Yeah. So I think my biggest issue, the biggest issue I had with this was a the annual prize pool cap. I thought that was a terrible idea. Um, mostly because it's like, why would you want to like cap growth, right? Like that's that's how that felt. And I guess like maybe there's like some some legal shit that I'm not even thinking about. Sorry for cursing. Uh, maybe there's some legal stuff that I'm not even thinking about that like influenced that decision. Um, something that still bothers me is like the sponsorship cap too. Um, like having like the annual sponsorship cap, I think is kind of, eh. uh, but the big thing was that they wanted to take ownership of content that was created at these events, right? Like if you took a photo of, uh, like a, a, a tournament, Capcom automatically owned it, right? It wasn't even just a rights thing. They were like, yeah, this is ours. No, no, they weren't claiming ownership. They were basically saying, as part of this event, you are giving us the right to use these photos or use these videos in our promotion. We're, we're not as not ownership of it, but basically a license to use it. Okay. Um, it's been a while, so maybe I, I, I could totally be wrong. Yeah. Uh, um, and I'm down to being wrong. 
when you talk about sponsorship event, uh, sponsorship caps and prize pool caps, what I believe they're trying to do is at some point you want, they have to draw an arbitrary line between what is a small event and what is a big event. Mm -hmm. And obviously where they drew that line was too small and cut out a lot of small events that they probably uh, didn't want to. Yeah. Especially something uh, like an LLBC that Mm -hmm. has a match Reno every week, you know, the online local, anything that has an ongoing prize pool. Yeah. And this also made me think a lot about uh, regional events. Right, not yeah. like yeah, like uh, for example, like some like one I remember very fondly is uh, Space City Beatdown here in Houston. Uh, that's run by Javi, who does Texas Showdown, and not only was <laughs> Space uh, Space City Beatdown at one point run in a bar, <laughs> uh, but if I recall, oh oh no, never mind. Yeah, they were doing like the Red Bull Battleground stuff back when I when I attended them uh, constantly. So you know. Uh, but yeah, like I, I immediately thought of like events like that where it's like it's not necessarily a weekly, but it is big enough to like kind of like float right above where those lines were in a bad way. Yeah, um, my thought is they want to ma- have some sort of some sort of thing to like think about an event like uh, UFL Fight League. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, someone comes along and they're popping up like, here, we're throwing $30,000 of our own money into this. And we're signing up sponsorships with betting websites and whatnot. And if though you know, if they follow those other rules, they could say, well, hey, we're under the free agreement. We're cool, right? And, you know, if you'll remember, uh, UFL got into some hot water with uh, both NRS and uh, Bandai Namco Mm -hmm. because they ran events for Mortal Kombat and Tekken and Soul Calibur, and they were associated with uh, a website called 1xBet, which had some very questionable links to... uh, to some things that they probably don't want to be associated with, uh, do Bandai Namco or NetherRealm. So, I feel like those caps are at least in part to prevent something like that from happening, without Capcom having a say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what's really funny? Uh, I just thought of this. I don't know. Why I haven't thought of this before. I think the the bright side, right, to having an agreement like this. Uh, that I honestly did not think about until just now is, uh, do you recall a while back when we had tournaments that wouldn't pay players? Like, it was just, like, scam tournaments where they were like, oh, look at these great tournaments. And they, like, people would go. They were like, oh, we have a $100,000 pop bonus, something, something, something. And then after the tournament happens, that's it. Like, nobody gets paid. <laughs> nobody does anything. And they just disappear, right? I don't think this will do much about that. Well, if they're if they're having to get this license from Capcom to do it in the first place, I think that's one step so that Capcom can be like, hey, something's well, wrong if, here. If they're going to be worried about following the rules enough to get the license from them, they're probably going to have their other ducks in a row. 
Yep. It's more the fly-by-night tournaments that wouldn't necessarily dot all these I's and cross all these T's, and um, uh, those were the ones you were have to uh, that you would probably have to worry about. Plus, the responsibility for payout doesn't fall on Capcom either right. way. Right, right, right. So if if they say, "Oh, we ain't got no money," see ya, they're gone. Yeah. Um, Z, the CEO in chat, asks if. Uh, this impacts the Middle East as well. Yes, uh, these agreements that were updated were specifically EMEA, which is Europe, Middle East, and Asia, and the Americas. Mm-hmm. Um, What's left? Asia. EMEA? EMEA. Europe, Middle East, Asia? Asia. Or Middle East. Uh, excuse me, Europe, Middle East, Africa. I apologize. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. That's my cool. bad. Cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I I, think with something like this, as arbitrary as it is, I think it does. And like, I'm trying to remember the name of the tournament that did that. Um, I, think it, I think it was like the year before the Capcom Cup doomsday clock countdown scandal. Um, where they didn't pay out. Yeah, uh, it was like a I big mean, tournament that nobody had ever heard of, but everybody went because the prize money was good, and then nobody got. Paid. Are you talking about VXG? Yes. Yeah. So that. So, with that, like I remember at least one of them with the Smash tournament, they guaranteed a or they announced a prize pool, but then after players were there, they they threw in uh minimum player requirement that wasn't there during the sign-up. Yeah. So they were trying to go through, like, asking anybody in the venue to sign up to try and get it over the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, like I said, yeah, those events, unfortunately, are still going to exist because that's not under Capcom's pur- purvey. You know, they yeah. can control... They only control a few aspects of it. You know, they're putting it mostly in the hands of the TOs. Right. But like you said, um, though, uh, having something like this makes sure that people who are signing up for stuff like this do have their ducks in a row. Hopefully. So, hopefully, um, hopefully. You know, is this necessarily a perfect agreement? No. But uh, I think it is a much better agreement than what we had a couple months ago. It's a step in the right direction, I think. Yeah, Definitely. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'll still make fun of this agreement from here on out, though. Um, except that combo breaker, because then if somebody from Capcom's there, they might hear it. But there's nobody from Capcom here, so I'll keep saying it. Um, maybe. I don't know. Uh, anywho. Uh, Steve, anything Anything else? Chat, anything else from the uh, agreement? Any more takeaways? Any final takeaways? I think I have taken away all that I will take away. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, Capcom has also taken away all of the grassroots ability to run tournaments. <laughs> I'm kidding. They're doing they're doing better. Um, speaking of doing better, um, Fei Long players are not doing better. All the hopes of Fei Long players have been dashed. In one stroke, kind of like a Thanos snap. 
Except it wasn't Have in they, Marvel. It, it wasn't in Marvel versus Capcom though. Have they though? Because I because. We're going to have some. It, it it's been this has been quite a wild ride. So I guess I should set this up. Yeah, go for it. All right. A few days ago, uh, a person by the name of Daniel Lindholm. Uh, if you are not familiar with this person, he has arranged and composed themes uh, for several characters uh, in Street Fighter Five. Uh, including Sakura, Cody, G, uh, also compute uh, did a lot of the Street Fighter Zero music within the game for that arcade mode. Uh, so he's been working uh, as a freelancer with Capcom for a little bit. He had a question and answer stream a few days ago, and during the stream, he was asked. Uh, which Street Fighter character's theme would he like to have a crack at that he hasn't had a chance to work with yet? Uh, and he talked about a couple different characters, one of which was Fei Long. And he, here's where things start to get a little sideways. When he started talking about Fei Long, he said, quote, a character that I know we won't see at all. There's been a lot of discussion about it. I mentioned earlier a character I would like to rewrite the music for would be Fei Long. I do have other sources, not only Capcom, but friends of mine in the U.S. who are very close friends with the Lee family. Uh, and they have basically said that any kind of resemblance to Mr. Bruce Lee is now omitted for comedic effect, comedic stuff. It needs to be honorable. That's why we won't see Fei Long again ever. End quote. Um, can you take care of somebody in the chat real quick? Oh, yep. Sorry. That's okay. I, I, oh, I want to become have... famous. Hey, guys, I want to become famous. Do you all want to become famous? I do not want to become famous. I'm already more famous than I care to be. Okay. So, also, by That's, the way, b before before you go on, that totally reads like a my dad works at Nintendo type of thing. <laughs> it's it, it it takes a couple different turns. Uh, that quote got picked up by several websites, including Twenty Four Seven VG, mm -hmm. Nintendo Life, uh, Event Hubs, and they all ran with the story saying. Effectively, Street Fighter V composer says Fei Long will never return to series. And that got a lot of attention. It, it trended on social media. And almost immediately, he began contacting these, uh, these websites to try and clarify. He also took to his own Twitter account to clarify what, or at least attempt to clarify what he was saying. He said, quote, I've been misquoted during a hypothetical question in my video. Just a small part of the information I had was common knowledge about the Lee family. However, this information was not from Capcom. I love what-if questions, because it gives the freedom to express yourself about a situation that would never happen. 
I would like to consider my thoughts to be my own, not the opinions of Capcom. I sincerely apologize for the Lee family, which of whom I go by the philosophy of Bruce Lee every day. Oh, no. It wouldn't make sense that I would say anything bad or ill about anyone or anything related to my favorite genre of game and people of whom I admire. To treat a hypothetical discussion as facts, it's just wrong. To Capcom, my dear friends in this company, I sincerely apologize for the inconvenience I've caused. End quote. So this did read like a my dad works at Nintendo, and then somebody found out that their dad doesn't work at Nintendo. So the bulk of it is, um, and actually I should say that if you go to his Twitter account, his tweets are currently protected, uh, so you must be a follower in order to find them. Mm. Uh, The video, uh, the archive of the... Q&A session he has deleted as well. Um, He's said that he's been taken out of context uh, that he the the bulk of his issue is that he says that what he said was an opinion and it wasn't fact. Um, And his sources were not from Capcom and that the articles were trying to say that he effectively represented Capcom. Uh, one more quote on this, and I think I gave you. I I re-uploaded the image on this one. Oh, uh, because I think this one's a little corrupted. If you want to pull it up, sure. Uh, the third one. This is from Shannon Lee, uh, yeah, 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 who runs. Oh, I I have uh, the other one. Uh, is there something wrong with it? No. Yeah, I like the other one. We're good. Okay. So go ahead. Uh, so in response, yeah. See, that's it. The graphic got corrupted. I, it looks nice. I like it. All right, that's questionable. But um, so Shannon Lee is uh, Bruce Lee's daughter. She runs the Bruce Lee Twitter account and is also part of the Bruce Lee family company. Uh, in response to someone asking about this on Twitter, she said, "Quote: We never made any comments of this nature." We have no idea who Daniel Lindholm says his close friends of the family are, but his comments are entirely false surrounding the Bruce Lee family. Oof. End quote. So it- also, Daniel Lindholm, uh, he said that he was, quote, blackballed from Capcom, that he is no longer going to be working with them uh, for future projects. So... Play stupid How do you games? feel about all this? How okay, do you look, feel about all this? Uh, I feel like Daniel Lindholm did the My Dad Works at Nintendo thing, got caught, tried to play it off, and is now reaping the fruit of his own labors. Because, look, here's the thing. He claims it was a hypothetical question, and he didn't say any fact. However, the wording of his quote, as you said, was, that's why we won't see Fei Long again ever and <laughs> i do have other sources not only at capcom but friends of mine who are very close to the lee family my dad works at nintendo right i said this like as soon as you, as soon as he read that i was like this reads like a my dad works at nintendo thing <laughs> and it's hilarious that it totally plays out exactly like that so look you misrepresent when you work with a company or like with anything really 
and you talk on it, right? Like if you're talking about something of which you work in and you start spouting BS, like people are going to take that as fact, right? Especially when you say something like, I have sources not only in my workplace, but also with the subject of this thing we're talking about. And that turns out to not be true. So. Well, here, here's the thing. I've, I've got several thoughts on this. One, it is entirely possible that this is true. It is entirely possible that there are issues between Capcom and the, the Bruce Lee's family that are preventing Phalong from appearing in a future series. If that is true, the Lee family definitely doesn't want to comment on it. And Capcom definitely doesn't want to comment on it. Because that would make future negotiations more difficult if they come out and say, yeah, it's because they don't want to work with us. So if that is something that he knew for a fact, if it, assuming this is true, he was he was putting Capcom in a terrible spot. If it's something that he guessed, and I will give him the benefit of the doubt. Um. I, I, I truly believe that there is a disconnect between what he said and what he wanted to say, or at least what he intended to say. Because he has gone on Twitter, um, he's, he went on the Casanova podcast uh, yesterday, and the bulk of his defense was anything he said was just speculation and was based on Fall, very public fallout about how Bruce Lee was portrayed in Quentin Tarantino's film. I believe it was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I might be off on that title. Um, but basically the belief is that they're going that they've been they're going to be much more defensive of his portrayal uh, because of that. Mm-hmm. So it is entirely possible in my head that what he meant to say was, I believe that because of this, you know, we won't see Fei Long. But go ahead and pull that quote up again. Steve. That very first quote. It feels so hard to even give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Before when the, his. Oh, is no. This, no yeah, this the is the one. Yeah. It feels so hard to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. And him saying it was hypothetical when he says a character that I know we won't see at all <laughs> is. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Like, oh, man. Like, and I, uh, I will say he is not from the United States. He's not from England. Um, so English is, you know, at least American English is not necessarily his first language. So it is entirely possible that that little bit of subtlety that he meant to include just didn't come out. But he has been going on and blaming journalists for getting him wrong. He's been basically throwing everybody under the bus, saying that this is bad journalism. This is, you know, they don't have to, or they didn't go check with him and verify. One... I don't There's nothing to verify. Well, yeah, we 
you know, gaming journalism and journalism in general. You know, it's, it's report something perfect. and check. Yeah, report something now. Check facts later. <laughs> it's it. You know, it's people doing a job, and not everyone does the job perfectly. So the idea that someone could get something wrong in a situation like this is very possible. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's what happened here. He is very mad that that people didn't that the you know the people who wrote the articles didn't check with him to see if that's what he he meant. He is literally on video saying this exact thing. There's not a whole lot to verify in that situation. They reached out to Capcom to see if there's truth to that, and Capcom said that they don't comment on rumors or speculation. Which, like I said, if uh, you know, if this is an issue, then they don't want to comment on it. If it's not an issue, they don't want to comment on it because if you comment on one rumor, you got comment you, on them all. Pretty much. So, I feel like he he screwed up, and instead of saying, I screwed up, he's been saying, they screwed up. Yeah. And, it's, and he's, he's been very adamant that he was misquoted. He was not misquoted. He's on video saying the thing that he was quoted for saying. It's Look, just very, very frustrating. I wish the Capcom PR team that did the Street Fighter V license announcement worked with this guy just <laughs> to get him to be like, hey, whoops, <laughs> right? Like, that's all he needs. Because, like, look. Gets a, I, call for, gets a call from Street Writer like, dude, um, <laughs> we're going to need you to come into the office. Uh, we've got this statement. We, we just need you to sign. Uh, we, don't add any words to it. Just sign. Just yeah. sign it. He posted it on his Twitter. It's that same blue background. <laughs> oh man! Look, I look at the end of the day. Like, I think I can understand when like you're like getting interviewed about something, and you kind of are like the figure that people are focusing on. That you like try, like you you just get lost in the moment, right? And then you make up some <laughs> that you look back at and was like, damn it. Why did I do that? I got swept up in the moment. I get it. That happens. But he, at this point, like he's got to admit, he done he done messed up. He done goofed. He 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 done, he done more than goofed. And and like his oh man, like his not I would I would read this non apology one more time. Look, uh, I I find it so funny when like somebody says something that is completely not true. And then gets caught and like they're like how they try to go about like either convincing other people that what they said is valid, convincing other people that they didn't say anything, or convincing other people that that's not what they meant. <laughs> I, I, I truly meant I truly believe that the third one is true. I truly, truly believe I will give him the benefit of the doubt. And say that he meant to say that he thinks this is the case. But he didn't say he thinks this is the case. He, he said, this is the case. I believe Sweden. I am not 100% Sweden? sure. Okay. Any any Swissers in the chat uh, can confirm language structure? Swissers, Swissers would be Switzerland. Swisses? I'm sorry. Swedes. Swedes. Swedes? Anybody got suede shoes? Uh, 
No, but uh, then, like my my favorite part of this of this apology is like I sincerely apologize for the Lee family, which of whom I go by the philosophy of <laughs> Bruce Lee every day. It's like mm. he he's just trying to say that he respects the guy. Uh, like like I said this a couple weeks ago. We we tend to get very much into the um, mindset of rating apologies and did they hit all the check marks and you know did they leave themselves any wiggle room yeah i he, he screwed up he yeah he, he screwed up i don't think he screwed up maliciously but he screwed up yeah um yeah and i mean at the end of the day only he knows if that's what he meant to say or or if he was like, oh, look at me, I'm going to claim some insider knowledge that I don't have. My dad works at Nintendo, right? It's literally the my dad works at Nintendo thing. All right, I, uh. like, I have been in situations where I work with, or, you know, as, especially as a freelancer, where I have information that, that where I get asked something somewhat associate, you know, mm-hmm. somewhat tangently to that information. And I know I got to dance around it because it is not my job to share that information. Mm-hmm. It is not my responsibility to share that information. It is not my right to share that information. If, if, if Capcom does not say you can say this, then you can't say this publicly. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very, very important thing. Because, you know, it has so many wide-ranging effects. Like, like we don't even know if Phalong's future inclusion really does depend on the Lee family. It could be, it, it could be that they don't have to deal with them. That it, you know, it's it's basically covered by parody or not close enough to be a Bruce Lee likeness. We don't know that. Yeah, we don't know it. You know what the state of those negotiations are, or even if they exist at all. Yeah, and so either either he BS or he broke NDA. Either yeah. way, he done goofed. Yeah, and Shadow Champ was saying exactly what you said, and what I wanted to say is that if it is true, then he broke NDA. And I think you said that he's been like black carded. What, what did you say? Black boxed. He. he he said he has been blacklisted. Blacklisted. I mean, good, <laughs> right? Not. I mean, not good. Not, I'm not, not happy. Good. That yeah. Guy right. Right. His right. Job. Right. Right. But like, you know, he he's, he does good work with music, but he he done goof. He done goof. Simple yeah. as that. <laughs> yeah. Ah. It's such a weird thing to. It's <laughs> like just a goofy. <laughs> odd story oh man like and the big problem is like well you shouldn't you know if you're if you're saying oh you shouldn't be fired the issue is you now know that you know if this is something that's covered under nda you have someone willing to break nda Mm -hmm. who's not necessarily under your direct employ yep so it's going to be very difficult for for some, uh, a lot of big companies to sign off on bringing him in 
because of this. And, like, man, like, just look at the crazy shenanigans that this caused, right? This is, like, the, the, the snowball effect to, like, PR nightmares, right? Like, he, this man literally, like, made a little snowball, put it on top of the hill, and then went, bink, a character I know for sure is not coming back, bink. So now, now Capcom's uh, in the spot where, you know, if now what if they weren't going to include Fei Long in Street Fighter Six for reasons that have nothing to do with any of this? Mm-hmm. Now this cloud, like, oh, it's because of the Lee family not signing off, or oh, oh. they didn't want to pay the money to get the Lee family. You know, they're cheap. This this is going to hang over them, unfortunately. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Oof. You done goofed. I think that's that literally sums it up, right? Yeah. You done goof. I feel bad because at the end of the day, like that's a big goof and that's some big consequences. But he done goofed. All right. So we've talked about big goofs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about big consequences. Yes. But let's talk, talk about, about big numbers. Numbers. Big numbers. <laughs> yeah. I like how because we were on the same we, page there. We're here. We're here. Yeah, we are. Because Combo Breaker registration has officially closed. Dude, I can't believe it's two weeks away, Steve. I, for, I, keep, I, I, I am so scared I'm going to forget to get on the flight. <laughs> I'm terrified. And I also got to pack up all... Like, I pack up all this stuff. Oh, by the way, I don't, know, I don't think I ever showed these on stream. But uh, I got, we got stickers made for Combo Breaker. So if, oh, you yeah. see us, if you see us around Combo Breaker, be like, yo, give me a sticker. These are free. I got like 150 of them. So just don't, like, don't be more than 150 people. <laughs> well, that might be tough at Combo Breaker because there is there's going to be a ton of people. Yes. Uh, let's take a... Let's just hope that not all of them, all of the 2,800 people are going to want stickers of Best of Five. Oh, man, I think everyone's going to want a sticker at Best of Five because it True. is the best of... Fives? Yes. <laughs> it is the best of fives. But with registration closed... Let's look uh, at these numbers, yeah. Well, first of all, let's oh. let's talk about the big number. Okay. 2,972. When I thought... My- Look, when I said 2,800, I thought I was just, like, completely, like, ballparking the top range. And I now to find out that it's under. Honestly, there's a part of me that's kind of scared, Steve. There's a part of me that's scared about that number. And maybe it's just, like, this new anxiety that we have over this pandemic. But, like, that's a scary number. It is a scary number. Um, interestingly, that number is down a little bit from Combo Breaker 2019, which is maybe, you know, kind of expected a little bit. Uh, but though, you know, let's take a look at some of these, uh, entrant numbers because <laughs> there are quite a few big oh tournaments. Oh my God. Let's start at the top with Guilty Gear. 1,061 players. Woo. 
This is this is the second largest tournament I've ever in entered in my life. No, I'm sorry, third. No, second. I be I believe it is the largest non-Evo Guilty Gear tournament ever. Mm -hmm. At least single site. There might be yeah. like some of the um, online ones through PSN that have gotten bigger. But man. Oof. And and look at the you know, look at the other games. Yeah, that's because a huge difference, yeah. <laughs> it's a huge difference, but those other games are still big. Yeah. KOF. Six hundred and twenty players for KOF. Yep. That is absurd. Five hundred and sixty game players for Tekken Seven. Mm -hmm. A game that is like what, seven years old now? And hasn't received anything. Not even like a hey, we're still <laughs> we're doing stuff from the developers yeah. for about a year now. Yeah, dead game supposedly still getting five hundred plus coming out to Combo Breaker for it. Street Fighter Five over four hundred, Smash Ultimate nearly four hundred. BB Central Fiction, dude. People two hundred sixty seven. Now the Blaze Blue community always shows up for Combo Breaker. I always see like a lot of really good, uh, a lot of really good uh, Blaze Green happening at Combo Breaker. Straight up, I can't wait. I will to compare it to twenty nineteen. If I can find the exact number, sorry, I thought I had it up. So BB Tag had a hundred ninety one. Mm. At Combo Breaker 2019. An older game mm -hmm. getting significantly more entrance. Hey. This you... is the power of rollback. Yep, I was about to say, do you know why that's up there? Rollback, baby. You make your game easier to play, more enjoyable to play. Guess what? People will People play it. Will play it. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, I know. Yeah. The power rollback. Please let this be the final na final nail in the coffin for game developers to put rollback in their games. Please. Oh my goodness! Yeah. But let's keep going. Melty mm -hmm. two hundred fifty. How about mystery game reaching the cap? Right, it's at two fifty six because that's the cap. That's the cap. That hit the cap in an hour. Yeah, no <laughs> cap. Dead ass, no cap. That's the cap. Not the recap, if, if, but a cap. If this, if that game was not capped. Um, oh, honestly, well over. it would probably yeah. it would probably be the biggest game there. Uh, how many people are going? Twenty nine hundred. That's probably what the bracket would have been like. Like, yeah, it would have been absolutely absurd. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like even some of these smaller games are still doing numbers. DBFZ, another dead game supposedly. Mm -hmm. Two hundred thirty doesn't even um, have rollback. <laughs> doesn't have rollback. Uh, lab coat is gonna be legal. Yep, the lab coat twenty one. Yeah, that's something we did not get to discuss last week. So, uh, Rick Dehado, uh the co lead organizer for Combo Breaker, uh, tweeted out a couple weeks ago that they were considering banning lab coat twenty one mm -hmm. and uh, from DBFC. Uh, they were also considering banning King of Fight, uh, Team Southtown from. Mm. KOF 15. Mm -hmm. uh, both decisions, they decided to let it rock. Mm -hmm. By the way, there is one thing. Oh, never mind. We'll get that to the end. 
But um, look, I'm a big fan of letting it rock, right? Like, if something's busted in a game, that's the developer's fault. Blame the developers. Play the game. <laughs> Play the game how they want it to be played. So there, there is the option of ban the character, let the character rock, or let the character rock but ban debuff, which is... You know, she has a lot of strong tools, but basically if you hit debuff and it's pretty easy to do, it's, I believe it's, is it 14 or 18% permanent damage uh, deduction for your opponent for the mm -hmm. entire game? Yeah. Well, look, if Johnny's broken mist finder in Rev 2 was good for Evo, this is good for Combo Breaker. <laughs> Oh man, it is. Excuse me, it is going to be. I can't wait. Crazy, I can't wait. But yeah, like, like, like Grand Blue and Uni, a hundred ninety. Yeah. MK Eleven, another supposedly dead game, hundred and fifty. Hundred, nearly a hundred fifty for Third Strike, nearly a hundred and fifty for Skullgirls. Marvel. <laughs> is going to have 130 players. KI's over 100. Like, even the, the like this back row, Super Turbo, I am going to finish behind 86 other players. <laughs> uh, the TMN, only... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cross Justice League Turbo, I'm going to finish 46th. Better pizza on it. Honestly, I'm so excited to just get my ass absolutely wrecked and be like, oh, I don't know anything about this game. Phrasing. Phrasing. It's only phrasing because you're calling it out, Steve. Uh, <laughs> I think it's phrasing even if I don't call it out. Get your uh, mind out of the gutter. For, for clarification, 21%. Uh, okay, for the debuff. Uh, for the debuff, yeah, 20 not yes. not 14 not 18 21 okay thanks so, blue yes blue uh the only one that i think people would say well bloody roar is going to have 39 people there you're Look, going to have an actual bloody roar bracket yeah and here's the thing and here's I the thing uh I, I'm kind of upset that I didn't sign up for this, and I didn't sign up for this because this was a GameCube tournament. They decided to go to emulation so everybody can use their modern sticks, and I'm kind of upset that I didn't see that and register in time. Damn it. <laughs> dang it. Dang it, dang it, dang it. Dang it. I'm sorry. But look, even Brawlhalla, over 15. Brawlhalla, 16 players. Um... That's the only one that I think people would be a little surprised about being so low. Uh, you got to keep in mind, Brawlhalla does have their very own esports circuit for one, mm -hmm. which Combo Breaker is not a part of. And for two, most of that is on PC. And I believe that the console for Brawlhalla is PS4 in yeah. this case. Let me double check on that one. Not to mention uh, that Brawlhalla is such a yeah, Brawlhalla is such a gigantic game outside of the FGC with gigantic really numbers is. and gigant like gigantic numbers both in people participating and money being uh, earned and given. So yeah, it, it's it's really bizarre that like it took such a crazy like split from the FGC. 
considering it's a platform fighter. But hey, big ups to Brawlhalla though. So uh, yes, just to confirm, uh, Brawlhalla is PS4 at Combo Breaker. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even Nick Hall started. Man, man. Um, there is one thing I wanted to mention. I was going to mention this at the end, but I think since we're talking about Combo Breaker, I don't know if you guys saw the big announcement from Marxist this week. Is that the big update? Like we're getting an update about the update for Guilty Gear Season Two, the day before Combo Breaker. It's on the twenty fifth of May. And man, if they do a updates out tomorrow type of thing, that's who I'm so I preemptively rick i feel terrible if that happens and i'm sorry that i just like put this out into the world i hope that does not happen they are going to take all of the guilty gear strive machines and say do not connect online turn off wi-fi mm-hmm. they'll like tape it all over those ps4s because god if if that happens that Man. would just be so frustrating. Yeah. What um, what tournament did that happen to? Where I think it was like a CEO, where like MK. Jim Haley, yeah, where like Jim yeah. Haley was up like all night just updating PlayStations. Oh, yeah. It, it's happened at a couple of events too. You know, it, it's just sort of like, especially like ones where you have to connect online as yeah. part of it, and it effectively forces the update on you. You gotta play it. Yeah. Um. Also at Combo Breaker, uh, Lab Zero is, oh. or, or excuse me, not Lab Zero. Oh, uh, Force of Habit. Uh, but Combo Breaker is going to bring out uh, Black Dahlia, mm. so she will be playable. So if you're heading Location out there, tests. Uh, uh, if you're heading out there and uh, you want to get your hands on Black Dahlia before she is released, she will be playable at the Skullgirls booth. Hmm. Hidden Variable is the name of the company. According yes. To Blue. I, it's been... Yeah, it, yeah. It's been a it, it, month. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, it's been a day. <laughs> I'm happy you're safe from Big Scary Storm, Steve. Uh, knock on That's wood. The, the, to knock stay. on wood here. Yeah, keep it that way. The the funny part is, we're supposed to be getting hit with more storms tonight, mm-hmm. just not necessarily as strong as the ones we had yesterday. Yeah, uh, which you know it took down a massive tree a few blocks from my place. Yeah, uh, it's it was it was not fun. Uh, it was not fun. Yeah, no. As and as soon as you so, I, I sorry that I'm sharing this, Steve, but you told me that like everything in your fridge is gone. Uh because you didn't have power for so long. I dealt with that during the freeze last year, so I know that sucks. I know that ain't fun. Um, but yeah. Hopefully hopefully we'll hold strong in the midst of this global warming shenanigans. Um, if I send you a link, could you be able to play it in no, uh yes. Yes. Because we have some new information. Oh. Put it in the chat. Uh, the, our secret I, chat that nobody knows about except for us this, here. 
yeah, this dropped. Uh, while I'm doing that, do you want to talk about multiverses? I sure do, Steve, because was it today that this happened? Or was it yesterday? It was today, today where it got announced. Okay, so uh, everybody's or, been like kind of seeing like the rumblings about this game, multiverses, right? Like you've been, we've seen like the memes uh, of multiverses. We've seen like the killer or the the Ultra Instinct Shaggy. We've seen Bugs Bunny. We've seen all of these other characters. Uh, you can see Tom and Jerry fighting Arya Stark <laughs> from Game of Thrones, along with a couple of other updates about the game. There was a big announcement for multiverses today that there is indeed a big sponsored tournament happening at Evo for multiverses. And here's the big sign that they showed. Uh, 2v2, 32-team payout, 100,000 smackaroos to be put in your pockets, uh, and you can sign up for their uh, closed alpha now. Now, they do have an NDA on people who are in the alpha, so and I'm in there, so I can't say much, but I will say this. I've been having a blast with this game. I cannot wait for it to come out and for everybody to get their hands on it. Uh, it's been a good time. So big ups to the crew over at WB for, uh, for you know, injecting some money and some life into uh, multiverses, and I can't wait to see how this shakes out at EVO. Especially because we you've been seeing a lot of people like saying like oh I'm gonna play oh I'm gonna play and like it's been it's been generating a lot of social media buzz so I cannot wait for that to happen. Didn't the NDA end? Did it? If it did, I mean, look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna risk a <laughs> I'm not gonna you're, risk you're the, not gonna the lit home goof. yeah <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna done goof here. <laughs> oh man, but uh, but yeah, it's uh. It's an interesting game, and I can't wait to, for everybody to get their hands on it to see what comes out of it, because uh, I'm excited. I'm excited, Steve. But yeah, that's uh, that's the news for multiverses. Uh, another piece of news about another game is uh, uh, Rumbleverse announced that they're going to have a test in June. So this was a game that was supposed to be released back in February. So there's going to be a not another public test in June. With console play, and I believe they said there's crossplay. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I haven't seen it in a while. But, uh, but yeah, I'm sad that I can't get my hands on the game and play it at will. But we'll get a chance to play it again in June. Uh, that's from the guys over at Iron Galaxy making the, uh, the wrestling BR, which is hilariously fun. I've been, I, man, I can't say enough good things about that game. Except for, except for the part that it's not in my hands right now. Sad times. Sad times, Steve. All right. Uh, Let me get this playing. Now you stall. <laughs> so we, while we have been on the air, uh, within the last half hour or so, SNK has decided to bless us with a particular trailer. Steve, uh, didn't for... I tell you moving to Thursdays was going to be a good idea? I don't remember if you did or not. Well, look, now we get breaking news instead of news immediately after our broadcast. <laughs> Specifically to screw us over and for no other reason. Yes. Uh, but yes, we do have 
a new trailer for Team Southtown, and we have a character release date. Ooh, well, let's see it. Let's go to this theater I made. Ooh. Team Southtown. Billy Khan. Oh. Ignore Khan? the ignore oh. the the YouTube thing. I tried I'm trying to get it out of there, but it's just not working. K A N E from America. Pronounced Khan. Mm-hmm. Like Genghis Khan. I I I disagree with that, but you know. Billy looking nice. Oh man. This guy. UG. Hold on, I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, oh no. There we go. YouTube. There we go. I got the thing out of there. Dude, what what have people been calling this team? Team Drip. Team Drip. Yeah. Dude, they they all look really good. <laughs> yeah. Swagger I, on a hundred thousand million. I don't think. Sorry, that looked really cool. <laughs> like he's just like getting, it's like it's like re, uh, it's like twi a Twitter argument. He's just getting more and more pissed at nothing. And like, have we ever seen geese not or geese wear a suit? Just stop talking. I want to hear the music. God, this song goes hard. Dude, the Tekken version of it's amazing. It really is. It is very hard to do a, diff a bad version of this song. True. Uh, but, oh, there he is. There is the regular uh, dress up. Also, I'm kind of hoping that what they showed with Rock Howard there is... Uh, like, if you get, like, unique intros for rivals and stuff. Pow! Damn. Team Drip. Oh, special bonus, extra costumes included. Okay, um, let's... May 17th. Hmm. Hmm. With... Balance patch with character adjustments as well. Mm, right before combo breaker. I, I will I will say this. I got the country of Billy Kane wrong. Or Billy Khan. Excuse me. He's from, He's the, from UK. the UK. Yeah, thanks to Tag Not, Tag Manning in the chat. But if you watched if you watched Spurs versus Arsenal today, there was a guy who got two goals. And his name was not Harry Khan. It was Harry Kane. Yeah, also shout-outs to my uh, high school civics teacher, Bill Kane. Not Bill Kahn. <laughs> Not Bill Kahn. Not Bill yeah. Kahn. <laughs> um, cool. Look at this. We we finally have... Look, I think King of Fighters is the only... No, Guilty Gear was doing it, but they ran out. But, like, these are the only silhouettes we get to be excited about. Sorry, it's over here. These are the silhouettes we get to be excited about. These are the only ones. There's nothing else that we're waiting for. There's no more silhouettes. Until they probably announce it for the Guilty Gear thing on the May 25th. Uh, I, I, 
here's the interesting thing. Do we think we're getting any announcements from any games at Combo Breaker? Hey, uh, to be more crazy, are you guys announcing anything at Combo Breaker? Let us know. Uh, also, oh, Die by Sword! Die by Sword, just speaking of announcements, Die by Sword just resubbed for 55 big ones. Jeez Louise. Man, that's almost what, like, five years? No. Five years is 60, right? Yeah. Damn, we're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> we're almost there. <laughs> um. Well, so Z says unless we see Harada or Michael at CB, I don't expect any. So I, think, I would not. Ex I think traveling to and from Japan is like right. There, the travel restrictions are either they've either eased up or they're about to ease up. Mm. So, um. I would not expect to hear anything from them uh, in either case. I do think. Oh, Markham's over may there. Hear... I think we may see a little, little peek at Street Fighter VI. Not anything necessarily substantive. Or substantial, excuse me. Um, I. Trying to think what else. Skullgirl. We might get something for Guilty Gear. Uh, you know, following up from the one year stream. Do you think. Do you think they'll have anything about the Capcom Fighting Collection since Vampire Savior usually has a pretty good presence at Combo Breaker? Because I well, remember. So I remember. Uh, Combo they are going to have the exhibition. Yeah, so I remember Combo Breaker 2016 when I was there where they had that exhibition. Right before Street Fighter 30th anniversary came out. Where they showed off a bunch of stuff. And they were like, look at all this cool stuff you can get. And then the game came out and there was a lot of issues. Uh, but honestly, yeah. You know, Mean Scene brings up a good point. Maybe Guilty Gear. Because they have, like, the announcement thing on the 25th. So maybe it's the announcement of an announcement. It's like, hey, look at all this cool stuff. And we have something happening at Combo Breaker. Right? Especially because... Very possible. Because if you remember when they were announcing the initial characters for Strive, they did a lot of stuff at big events, right? Like I remember Faust got announced at Frosty Faustings. Uh, CEO got an announcement. Uh, oh, who else got an announcement? Like Evo got an announcement. Uh, did um, did uh, not Fall Classic. Um, final round gets. I believe. I believe Southeast Asia Major got one. Mm-hmm. Mm mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, so it, it it is possible, but there isn't you know as much of a trickle of characters coming to announce now as there was there. But yeah, I I, I wouldn't discount it though. Yeah, because like it, I I think the reason they're having that big thing is because it's the one year anniversary of Guilty Gear. So maybe it's just a coincidence that it lines up with being. Uh, the day before Combo Breaker. Or maybe there's some breadcrumbs that I have not found yet. Maybe I'll go looking. Yeah. But, Steve. We've got one more regular episode. And then we're going to be on location. Provided I don't forget that I have to board a flight and go. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Um, You know what I'm excited about, though? I kind of splurged a little bit. Going first class, baby. 
We're flying first class. Uh, I even get breakfast. Like, I can choose what my breakfast is before I hop on the plane, and they'll have it ready for me. That's true privilege right there. <laughs> Dude, I, I am taking a train. I'm staying close to the ground mm-hmm. the entire time. My, my, my rear end from when I leave this place to when I arrive at the hotel will not be more than eight feet above the ground at any point. I'm not even going, like, if we stop somewhere, I'm not even going to the second floor. Mm-hmm. I'm staying on ground level. Wait, do trains have second floors? Yeah. This shows you how much I've ridden trains. I've never ridden the train. Like, I've ridden subways, yeah. but never a train. Yeah, the Amtrak has a upper and a lower. Oh, at least the, At least the one that, uh, that it's the same route, but it's been a few years since I've taken it. Mm-hmm. But... Man, you know what's funny? The- I found I, I finally found the Amtrak station in Austin. So maybe I could have taken the Amtrak up there and like spent like a week on a train or something. Who knows it, how long? It would have been a few days. Yeah. Um But yeah, uh I'm I think I think we, we still need to figure out the ins and outs of how we're gonna do the show, but I'm excited. I have most of everything that we need, including uh we have like microphones like and these are like like look we're sparing no expense here because these are like i think i showed them off before but like we got like the the real the real stuff here there we go right like this is like you know the one you see at places that was the asmr portion of our evening oh was this really loud are we gonna have the little box around the base so you know logo on it you know what's really funny steve i looked into that can you guess how much one of those boxes is? How much? $200. Are you serious? Those are so expensive. Those are so expensive. And I even like tried to look for like basic generic ones and they were still like 50 to to $100. Like, nah, I'll just put a sticker on the microphone. We're good. <laughs> uh, I, also, I also got like a, a travel mixer. So it's going to sound as good as it do here. Well, I probably shouldn't promise that. Uh, ignore that promise. But we, we spared no expense. I even got a travel mixer so it can fly. And I'm not checking bags. This is going on the plane with me. Even if I have to carry it. Uh, but yeah. No, yeah. It is highway robbery. I totally agree. I even reached out to Efren to see if, uh, if he knew, like, if he had any sources. But, like, he was like, no, they're that expensive. It's like, man. Might as well just get a cardboard box and, like, spray paint it or something. Exactly. Let's just get, like, a little... We, we, we can we can jerry-rig it. But, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, we if, if you were to... <laughs> just an oversized PS5 controller box hanging from the... I, 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 we're I doing don't this... like this idea. We have four minutes, Steve. We have enough time to do this. I don't like this idea anymore. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Damn it. It didn't work. All right. Well, uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> God. All right. Well, 
look. I uh, am going to go to bed. Yeah. Um, look, uh, this was a fun episode. Sorry we missed out on last week. Uh, we can edit that in post. Yeah, sorry, Steve. Honestly, you can leave it in because it's, like, way at the end. Like, the, the auto, like, content ID checking for a curse word stops at 30 minutes. Although I think I said the, the S word, like, within, like, uh, 30 seconds of the show. You starting. did. You, you, I, I counted three. Okay. I counted three words that I got to beep. I'm sorry. Um, the good news is when you retire, you won't have to <laughs> worry about that no more. That's the one thing I'm looking forward to. <laughs> I'm going to miss every aspect of this show except getting it edited and uploaded. Like, I, YouTube fans... YouTube fans, YouTube fans, SoundCloud fans, everyone who, who listens to us on the podcast, everyone who l- watches us on YouTube, I appreciate you. I thank you for your support. You are very difficult to work for compared to to get just doing this on Twitch and letting it go. So oh, I, I just opened this for the first time. These feel nice. This was like fifty bucks, and like I got like the good quality one, and they're matte finish, so they're not gonna be like glaring. Uh, these feel nice. You guys are lucky. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get one of those. I'm gonna, you're gonna have to give me a batch of those to hand out. Yeah, no, we'll be a combo. So again, like we'll be a combo breaker. Uh, come say hi. Uh, if and you if want. you are, yeah, if you are someone who has thought about volunteering volunteer because they oh, are breaker? yeah oh yeah they're they're gonna need it yeah yeah um volunteering is fun i haven't done it for combo breaker but i've snuck it D- don't tell rick this but i was kind of sneaking around when they were doing like the volunteer only stuff and listening to what they were talking about and honestly like they're treated really really well so big ups to rick and the staff man because they they make stuff they make magical things happen and so do volunteers. So big ups to everybody. Speaking of big ups. And you ups, might get your room covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they, they're going to they have got, a raffle. Yeah, they got tons of raffles. Uh, it's wild. Uh, but Steve, speaking of wild, it is 9.30. And 9.30 is wild in hours. So I got to get out of here. And I, ju- and I just got a call from Ace Queen. So I got to. Hopefully, hopefully she won't be too mad at me for okay. not picking up. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> look, if you if you have to go, Steve, go. I'm going to look for – I keep forgetting. I, I, I want to make this a thing. Let's go raid someone. Uh, Snake Eyes. Sure. Snake Eyes is streaming Guilty Gear. He's talking about stuff. So let's go, let's go say hi to Snake Eyes. Remember, if you are raiding uh, with us, once you get there, just type in the chat. Best of five says hi. Uh, and we'll go there, there. I clicked the button. We're going. Everybody click the join button now, and we'll talk to you all later. Steve, say the thing. Good night, Canada.